We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Oh, so God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge-watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 74 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Already starting off on an uneven foot. This is like jazz. <laughs> Just like stuff coming at you in places you're not expecting it to be. Well, where do you think the word scat comes from? It's from scattered around. Freestyle. I actually um, didn't know that. Thank you for that fun little fact. I don't know if that's what it's actually from. I assume scat is, it like is scattered. Now. You heard it here first on the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Scat comes from scattered. I don't think so, because jazz, like the people who created jazz, are a little bit strange in their terminology. Um, they're smarter than we are, that's for sure. On this week's episode of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, we are going to talk about stuff. It's a bit of a bit of a break in the forgot to grow up format as you've come accustomed to it if this is your first episode congratulations this is like none of the other ones and it may be unlike anything else to come after it depending on how this goes so we're going to talk about recent stuff trailers um i guess other mainly trailers other news that comes to mind (laughs) but mostly trailers and uh and then we're going to talk about what we watched this week because you can't get rid of the segment that works nope can't do that no thing we care about the most do it it's well you can try but it's not gonna work there's no getting rid of we we do end up just talking about what we watch this week even if we try not to (laughs) it's the entire thing yeah it's it's basically the episode um all right so i am in no way up to speed on um recent trailers or anything like that so, uh, one of you gentlemen, enlighten me. Well, well, Scott, I imagine you have stuff to talk about. Well, I yeah, I was telling Andrew before we started that since we recorded last, at least eight trailers have come out that I have watched at least. There have probably been more that I didn't care about, like family films and stuff like that, but there have been at least eight that I cared about. Do we want to start with the TV or the movie trailers? Let's start with TV. Let's go small, yeah. small TV, budget. Okay. There's a few. There's lesser of the TV ones, but you say smaller budget, but we'll, we'll take it off with probably the biggest budgeted TV show in history, which is Game of Thrones season eight. The final season trailer was released uh, just a couple days ago. Meh. <laughs> I thought that I was going to go over that way with the podcast. I think I'm the only one who keeps up with Game of Thrones. Or I've never three even watched behind. a second of it. That's You're not missing anything. I didn't think so. Craig, if I know you the way I think I know you, fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to know. Good to know. I'm going to stay far away from it like I have been. Oh, well, that's, you know, that doesn't surprise me. And I am not one of those people who's going to defend it adamantly. I enjoy it, but I don't normally, like, it took me a year and a half to get to the seventh season. I only watched it, like, a few months ago when I got HBO on Crave. <laughs> Um, and that's the only reason I'm going to be watching this next season, just because I pay for HBO. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch your most expensive show. Uh, but yeah, that trailer came out. It was, it's probably going to break some kind of record for most watched TV show trailer ever. Just because when I watched it, it had been out for about three hours. 
and it was already above 9 million views. And in like the five minutes it took me to watch it, it had already gotten another half a million. So I think it's going to be doing pretty well. But you guys aren't interested in that, so let's move on nope. to another TV show. Are you guys interested in Amazon Prime Originals? Well, you better be because I got two more coming up for you. Which are <laughs> we didn't even get a chance to respond. You know I am though, so yes. I've never. I don't think I've watched an Amazon Prime original. Well, fuck you then, Craig. Really? You know what, guys? Are you trying to start a fight on the podcast? I am. Let's 74, do this. Seventy-four episodes and we're done. That's it. Like this is just gonna be creative differences. We're the police all of a sudden. Is it Amazon Prime is where we do Amazon our line? Prime. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon Prime is killed. Pri- forgot to prime grow time to give it up. Ooh. Bad puns. Oh. Bad puns. <laughs> well, Amazon did release two new trailers for two more uh, Prime Originals, two that I'm very excited about. The first one was a second season trailer for The Tick. Um, I know c- clearly Craig didn't see The Tick. Andrew, have, have you watched, watched The it. Tick? It's still on my queue. I went more for the dramas on Amazon Prime. That's the fair. Tick is sitting there. I just haven't made I it think that far. You would watch the Tick and you would just love it, just because it's so ridiculously funny. Um, but that's just me. I so believe I'm, it. I'm excited for the second season just because it looks just as wacky. I can't pronounce the guy's name. He's um, the the guy who plays the Tick. It's some. Oh, the uh, yeah. He, the he's guy in Guardians as well. <laughs> yeah, the guy who played uh, the guide in. Fuck, what's the move? Oh man, the Vince Vaughn movie where they go on, they go to like the island retreat, like the sandals type thing. For couples like, retreat? Yeah. Couples retreat, that's the one. He plays the guide in that. I believe so, yes. And those are like the two of like four things I've seen him in. Yes. He, he plays a dad on something else, but that doesn't help. Yes. I. <laughs> Going in style, I believe it was. I know a lot but of that these guy's things name. you're referring to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say his name just because it's just beyond me. Uh, but yeah, no, I like the tick. I like the first season, so, and the second season looks like it's going to be just as wacky. It's only a 20-minute uh, per episode show. There's only 10 episodes in the first season, so it's a very light show, and like I said, it's very funny and ridiculous, so I'm excited for the second season. It is funny, though, the second season comes out on the same day as two. pretty much every streaming service that we get in Canada has a um, TV show coming out on the same day, which is April... Fourth, 5th, April 5th. Yeah, there's, so there's that, there's Sabrina, and there's one other one that I forgot to write down somewhere. Come Thank on, you. man. you got to <laughs> stay on top of this. You're the one who's prepared for these things. I have too many notes, and I wrote them in wrong spots. Anyways, the tick <laughs> looks good. I don't feel like either you're going to be, you know, checking out the second season when it comes out. So we'll move on to another show, which neither of you have probably heard of, but maybe you have. Which is called The Good Omens, which is another. I have heard of it. I haven't watched it, but I have heard of it. Okay, well, it's it hasn't premiered yet, but the official trailer dropped today, earlier Who today. Who is in it? It's I saw, I saw it on Facebook. David Tennant. I believe it was. Yeah, it was probably That's me was. sharing yeah. it. One's like the devil, and one's like an angel type thing. Eh? Yeah, one's a demon, yeah. one's an angel, and the premise yeah. is, is they, I guess, we're like babysitting the Antichrist, and they lost him. And he's That's loose on Earth. Okay, so you sounds. had me at David Tennant. You lost me at the prim, oh, or you there's lost more. me at uh, you lost me at okay, one angel, get you back. one's a demon, and then you got me back when it was their babysitting the Antichrist, and they lost him. Okay, so and I'll, I'll get you more in. John Hand's in it. Okay, well, and he's like head of heaven. 
I don't want to say he's God, but Fuck I think yes. he's right in the show in heaven. He shows up being all John Ham, the way John Ham be. Is Benedict Hamm. Cumberbatch plays Satan? I God. missed that because I think that's just a voice, to be honest. Uh, okay, I don't so even care. I'm in. I'm Brian may or, Cox is in it. I may or may not have missed it off the top, but what's the name of this show? <laughs> Good Omens. And Good. Michael Sheen. I love that guy. This is based um, off a Neil Gaiman novel. Well, he, Neil Gaiman and another author. But I love Neil Gaiman. He did American Gods and a bunch of other things. But American Gods, another TV show adaption, which is also on Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm in. And so this one, yeah, I'm so in. You guys should open up the trailers if you want uh, to watch. Well, and we can discuss it even more if you'd like. Because I only just watched it. But it looks awesome. It's one of my favorite types of shows, which is... Oh, random religious stuff, but t- like a big twist on it, right? Like a supernatural kind of twist on it. And I like that this one's got a kind of comedic take on, you know, religious lore in a sense. So yeah, I like that it plays on that. I, like I said, I love Neil Gaiman. I've read, I've got a few of his books right now. I just got American Gods, which is like a thousand page novel. So that's going to take me forever to get through. But yeah, I'm Nothing super excited that. for that. The next season of American Gods comes out in a couple weeks. Or, you know, at least the first episode comes out in a couple weeks. So I'm excited for that. And this one just, yeah, this one looks just as good, if not even better. But, yeah, I'm excited for this. And I think this might be the first one that Craig might actually checks out as an Amazon Prime original. I'm, like, a minute into the trailer. And, uh, yeah, I'm sold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's got that like ridiculous kind of over the top feel to it. I like the aesthetic to it. Yeah, so I was just about to comment on that. It's very soft. Yeah, and like I like the the the, the kind of stylized uh, to like give you the impression that this is not you know just a normal Earth. Obviously, when you're dealing with angels and demons and stuff, so I'm very very interested to check when it comes out. And this trailer also gave us the date, which is the end of May, so it's not that far. Not too, too far away, just a couple months. So I'm excited because I think their first couple trailers that were just saying, well, they had a couple teasers that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, and those had just some time in 2019. I'm like, well, that's not helpful. I need to be able to put these things on my calendar so I can take days off work so I can binge watch these things. <laughs> I don't do that. Scratch that. No, definitely Yeah, you don't. No, I don't You're do that. You're definitely not admitting to taking days off work to watch television shows. In a they're called they're meeting. called mental health days. Yes, I have actually taken a vacation day to do that, but I feel a vacation day that that's nobody's business. What I do on a vacation day, so if I decided that I binge watched <coughs> the Umbrella Academy on my vacation day, that's nobody's business but mine. Absolutely. Anyways, and I support that. <laughs> I'm glad somebody does. Anyways, that's all the TV show trailers that I had that have come out in the last week. Shall we move on to movie trailers now? Please do. Please do. Absolutely. Okay, so we talk about the ones that... Oh, they're all ones that Craig's just not going to care too much about at all. So should we Bring start with the ones on. he least cares about or the ones he might have some slight interest in? Let's start weak and build hot. Okay, so weak is probably... I would say Shazam? Shazam? What's, how do you feel about Shazam, Craig? Meh. That's what I thought. But what about when you hear that Mark Strong is in it as the villain? He's the villain. It's still pretty lukewarm. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? If you... I I am definitely not lukewarm. But what about (laughs) if Mark Strong were to sing in his very thick Scottish accent some John Denver? He can't promise that. Um, you, You might get me into a theater at that point. 
Okay. But that's that's pushing yeah. it. Really. I might have to do some creative editing with a trailer to show we you. We may have we may have to play a part of Kingsman Golden Circle behind Shazam, but we can make it happen. <laughs> just put somebody's iPhone down in the corner of the movie theater screen. Just like, there we go. Or oh any God. brand of cell phone. But not BlackBerry. I'm not BlackBerry. <laughs> I'm the only podcaster with a BlackBerry. Well, I don't know if we go that far a stretch, but I, I venture like I guess it's probably, There's probably like ten of us. <laughs> it's true. Hopefully, <laughs> there's probably a save the BlackBerry podcast that we just don't know about. Probably. You should go on it. <laughs> yeah, call me up, bros. I got this. It would be crazy if they were one of our ten listeners. Those the people like, who are you have a BlackBerry. You know who doesn't have a BlackBerry is Shazam. That's that's my best way to get it back to it. Um, but yeah, this was the final trailer for it. It comes out next month in April, April fourth, I believe. Um, but yeah, it got me cutting pretty it pretty pumped. close with their with their last trailer. Yeah, and this one I feel I like felt... they don't have high hopes for this one. I feel like they're just like, yeah, let's just get it out there. This is well, what I mean by lukewarm. Is well, that's it's not exciting me at all, and I would consider myself to be the semi-casual viewer. Well, in their defense, I believe they're holding back some marketing until after this week when Captain Marvel... That's true. The Marvel movie comes Yeah, out. when the other Captain Marvel exactly. comes in. Exactly. So the fake kind of, Captain Marvel. Yes. I'm surprised that they released this trailer even this week with that buzz, but they might have just been trying to take a little thunder from, um, yeah. from Marvel a little bit there. But I think they're going to do a little bit more of a boot... like push of it for the next couple of weeks after Marvel's after Captain Marvel has died down a little bit but yeah I'm excited for it I one thing about the trailer I didn't love was that they put one scene in which I was like I could have used that in the movie instead he saves like a bus and I'm like that that's a scene we can save for movies like come on guys yeah let's not give it all away like if I get in the movie and he doesn't save at least four more buses I might be disappointed probably not or, because or I'm I'm an easy sell flip but. a tank <laughs> yeah exactly something crazy like that but overall i'm excited for it because it's got that different tone for a superhero movie i like that it's this teenager it like a teenager in the body of this superhero in a sense and it's i just like I'm, that concept. i'm gonna call it now the post-credit scene is gonna be black adam and it's either gonna be the rock getting the black adam powers or it's gonna be him like i don't know if you've seen the uh the DC animated shorts where Black Adam comes like crashing down to earth because he's coming and he's trying to track down the wizard Shazam and then Superman and Shazam fight him. It's either going to oh, be seen that Shazam. I need to watch that one. It's either going to be Shazam talking to Black Adam and giving him his powers like back in the day, or it's yeah. going to be him like crashing down to earth. I like, that's my call. I don't think so. That's, That's my call. I I think The Rock as Black Adam may have kind of died off. I'm not sure, though. It's hard to say. But... Who's to say? Who's That's fair. That's fair. I have not heard any rumors that that's even a possibility. I think the rumor I've heard is Superman in the post credit scene. Ugh, if I see a different Superman, I'm going to drown somebody. For reals. Well, I'm the gonna, rumor is I'm... it would be Henry Cavill still. Oh, it better be. And that would be their way of kind of confirming that he's still kind of around, but... These are all speculation, but yeah. 
Uh, shall we move on to another superhero movie that Craig probably doesn't care about? Bring or maybe on. cares about? Bring uh, there was the, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, potentially. This might have got mixed up, but the there was a new Hellboy trailer? Yes. I'm on board now. Okay, so maybe you, you just text about this. Was I all it was so, yeah. then. Okay. I wasn't sure if I had talked about it on the podcast last week, and I was just screwed it up. But uh, yeah, the new one looks awesome. I don't love that they kind of gave away some of the, like, they gave us the intro right away, and the intro looks exactly like the last movie. So I was like, well, you might have, you could have probably saved that for the movie, but I get that they're trying to introduce it to a new generation and a new audience. So I'm still excited. He rides a fucking dragon, so I'm on board. Yeah. Well, I like, I like the use of, like, different weapons. I like that they incorporate, like, a different partner this time. It's not just... The lady interest who happens to burn some shit. Although, if I'm being honest, I really loved Abe Sapien. He was, was awesome. Cool. Yeah. But I like this guy who turns into like a weird jaguar thing. Yeah. No, That's I'm pretty down fucking for that sweet. Too. I, I agree. That looks awesome. I like the fact that they're just add a bunch of different like monsters that he's actually fighting. Like the, the villains in the first one were cool, but they're. There was like four. Um, and then yeah. the second one. It was mainly humans. And then that super creepy dead dude yeah, who has cool. sand. Sand, yeah. I like, he was cool. But still, one dude. I like that this one's got a bunch of giant monsters. Again, ride the fucking dragon. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm on board. That's fucking cool. Where do you uh, stand on Hellboy, Craig? Um, meh. More or less than. Shazam! I want to know if I is there an extra H on this or or like an exclamation mark? Nah, I think it's about the same. Son of the bitch! I never, I have never seen. You think because you have a lumberjack beard, you're allowed to, you're allowed to have a thick opinion on this stuff? I'll just say whatever I want. Grow sideburns, bitch! (laughs) You know I can't. (laughs) I am a lumberjack and I'm okay. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He podcasts at night and works all day. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, yeah, I've never seen... I know, I understand there's at least one other Hellboy movie, right? There's two. Yeah, there's two, Hellboy 1 and two Hellboy 2, the Golden Hellboy Army. So I've never seen either one of them. I don't know if that was <laughs> yeah. obvious by the fact that I <laughs> thought there was only one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you had, but I thought this one was slightly more likely than This is the Shazam. one with... Uh, with david harbour in it right that is correct. yes this okay. new one yeah that's a little bit interesting to me i like ron nice. perlman but okay. i like david harbour too see ron perlman i think he fit it perfectly but also david harbour's looks fucking cool yeah his does look pretty cool his looks his also and looks he rides a agile. fucking dragon he rides a fucking dragon ron perlman to... never rode a fucking dragon fucking he rode true. a motorcycle he got punched in the face by a train but that's different Fair. He did ride a motorcycle, though. He did ride a motorcycle. <laughs> what else is on your list, Scott? So, we've got two more. So, the last... Uh, the next one is... Uh, I don't know what way to transition to it. It's the Dark Phoenix trailer. There was another Dark Phoenix trailer released. The f- official trailer was released. So, that one gets a meh from me. I don't know what this is. This is X-Men. It's X-Men. <laughs> well, right. Well, you've you've started... 
in a place where I might consider things and dropped off to a location. We're backtracking. Okay, so, yeah, you're going the so wrong this, direction. This should here. have been before Shazam. Then okay, I'm not. I wasn't sure how to gauge this. I have only enjoyed one X-Men related film. Is that Deadpool? Uh, well, okay, I don't. Qualify. Well, he almost threw up a Deadpool, so we don't talk. I about don't it. count Deadpool uh, as okay, an well, X-Men you... related film. <laughs> I understand that your classification... <laughs> okay, so I've only enjoyed three X-Men related films. Okay. <laughs> what are what, what is the one that is not Deadpool? <laughs> the one that is not Deadpool. You didn't know guess on that? I'm um, going to say Days of Future Past. Yeah, no. that's... No, okay. That was the guess. only X-Men like branded... Like full-on X-Men branded film that I might give a pass to. Um, it was... Logan is the only... Logan. Oh yeah, X Men related. I, 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 I totally really blanked that Logan X Men movies. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why <laughs> like, I said X. So, so Deadpool is more X Men related than than Logan. No, I just blanked you, on. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes because it actually has a couple of X Men characters in it. So whereas Logan is like, Logan. here's Logan. Uh, Logan, Professor X, and Stephen Merchant. It has <laughs> Professor X in one of them. <laughs> Does it not? Is there not Wait. only one film? Wait, I'm confused now. Well, there's three. Of the, there's three of like the standalone. Yeah, but I'm only talking Wolverine about, ones. You're only, only talking, talking about Logan. About Logan specifically. I don't know. I consider it a spinoff movie. It has it has the same number, if not more, X Men in it <laughs> than, <laughs> than Deadpool did. No, no. Deadpool two has like the whole cast of the X Men in that closet. That's right. true. Okay. That's, that's the only point. That's the only point where you're going to beat me there is that I can't. Plus, it's got Neg- Megasonic or Negasonic Teenage Warhead and. Colossus. Hey, Nokio. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, she's the best. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, Dark Phoenix is at the bottom of my list of things that I care okay. about. I gauged this very poorly, though. That's fine. I forgive you. All right, shall we move on to the one I thought you might potentially most be intrigued of of these or the least repulsed by. All right, bring it on. <laughs> okay, this one's called Brightburn. Have you, have either of I you two heard of it? No idea what you're talking. You say Brightburn. Brightburn, all one word. Yes, all one word. This is the second oh, official yeah, trailer yeah, came yeah, out yeah. today. This is the story of a evil Superman, pretty much, but it's is not Bright Superman. Burn based yeah. on Superman, is Brightburn a horror movie? Is Brightburn <laughs> a Superman movie? So yes, it, it's that might yeah. interest me. It the premise is pretty much what Ooh. if like Superman, by but James not Gunn. It's what if a Superman type character, the yeah. same kind of thing, you know, lands on Earth, but you know, raised by on a farm in a small town, but what if? The lessons didn't quite click with him, and like he took them a little idea. differently, and yeah. he goes like crazy. A, yeah, it's like uh, Superman Red Sun meets just horror. <laughs> yes, you it is definitely a horror film. Right. I okay. would be interested in watching this in daylight with a lot of floodlights in my apartment. Yes, no, I agree. I, just watching the trailer got me a couple times. It is... And like this little kid with Superman powers is just terrifying thought just just to think about. I'm just children are terrifying to start. Yeah, you yeah. Give them too Anything much power. with a self-destruct button on the head. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, just. Yeah. 
and it's produced <laughs> by James Gunn. Yes. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I was just I th I thought that this one would intrigue you the most just because it, it was it the definitely most off kilter and of the th of the four that you've yeah presented. of the yes. <laughs> well, I I only work with what you know Hollywood gives me for the most part. <laughs> This Except one, for when we pitch our own shit. This yeah. one I'm actually interested in, unlike the other ones where it's more of a... Eh, I'll see it, maybe. Uh, and, like, I, I've watched a handful of X-Men movies. Yeah, this is the one that's, like, separate from everything. There's no established universe that it's based off I of like or that spinning idea. off of. It's just based off the same idea that Superman is, just taking a different way. But it's not Clark Kent. That's the thing you gotta make. Like, it's not Smallville. It's Brightburn. <laughs> So it's just a different small city, but yeah, no, it looks interesting. The like I said, the trailer definitely got me a couple times. There was a couple times that kid just did some shit that I'm like, oh damn, we need some kryptonite. Does this kid have kryptonite? I don't know. Give me all the kryptonite, bitches. What's where's the rock that came down with his ship? Somebody find it. Somebody stop this little kid. Oh, nothing Sorry. came down with his ship. Fuck. <laughs> damn it! How are we gonna stop We're this kid? Yeah. So. Yeah, that one looks really good, and I'm glad to know that I at least got one of these right that you'd be interested in. But yeah, that's all the trailers I watched between the last week. Hmm. Yeah. Not bad, my friend. Not bad. Yeah. Do you guys want me to make up some movie news, to, or shall we move on to what we watched this week? Um, I say let's move on to the good shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I am so out of touch this week. That's fine. That I don't really... Hollywood has an invisible touch, yeah. That was a stretch of a Phil yeah. Collins song. I, I, I got it. I was trying to come <laughs> up with a response to it. I was trying to think of the words to the song. I love Genesis. It reaches in and grabs right hold of your podcast? Of my podcast, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. All right, I guess we can move on to what we watched this week. Well, then tell us what the fuck you watched this week, Craig. Uh, what did Sam make you watch? Whoa, 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 whoa. We do not throw the make word around all willy-nilly. Like, did you Sam, know what's going on. What did, what did Sam, Sam and I put watch on the television? Week? What did What did we watch this week? Well, I'm actually going to start with something that Sam and I didn't watch this week. Um, just before the podcast, I threw an episode of Trailer Park Boys on. Nice. Um, I've never made my way all the way through it, and so I am hell-bent and determined to do that in the next 10 years or so. <laughs> One episode a week or so. Um, it's funny. It's hilarious listening oh, it's to the Oh, it's great. Like, the, the accent just, just blows me away because it sounds 100% normal until you remove yourself from the situation. You're like, yeah, it's freaking Canadian. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> why, so why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Yeah, I. it's one of those shows that I didn't think I would like, but then my brother had it on so much around me that I've, I've fallen in love with it. I've never watched, sat down and watched it myself just because he rewatches it, it at least twice a year. But It's kind of it's kind of fun to watch a show. Like, Netflix didn't stretch it or anything. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun to watch a show with the black bars on the side of the TV. It's a little bit of a weird experience. Yeah, it throws you off. <laughs> and it's so, it's so grainy. Oh yeah, those first couple seasons are and they're hard they're to get try, through. They're trying their damnedest to keep the audio together, but it's just like it it feels it feels more natural than most of the other mockumentary 
TV shows that have come out recently. I think because it was closer to what like a reality documentary would be. Like if like if this was actually a documentary about people like this, it would be that low budget. <laughs> yeah, well, it, exactly. Is it? It feels. It feels a lot. Um, it, it it feels a lot more natural. Well, like, would you be interested in a Trailer Park Boys animated series, which premieres next month on Netflix or this month? Get out of here! Are you shitting There's, me? I'm not kidding you. That's what oh premieres this month God. on Netflix. I keep Why? tracking these things. I'd probably watch that instead. Actually, at this point, like I'll that's fair. Make it through the Trailer Park Boys, but if that's fresh on, and coming out, I'll I'll give that a shot. Uh, yeah, that's coming out in the you next. Could, few weeks. You couldn't pay me to watch that. <laughs> Um, I didn't know you were so against Trailer Park Boys. I hate it. It's but so dumb. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I like, like I said, I thought I would fall into that category, but just through osmosis, I've, I have a fondness for it, and I have a respect for the like the three guys more than anything really. Like, they like quit the comedy. Like they, well, they didn't break. They just didn't renew their contract just because they didn't like the deal they were getting, and then they started their own online thing, and then eventually they sold to netflix and they don't overdo it on netflix and i just i just love the guys more than anything i just never love they're canadian well a couple of them does nothing for me and i love canadian television (laughs) i'm gonna pass on this one it i can understand how it would fall into the same um boat as letter kenny for you yeah it's just it's it's not highbrow enough for me yeah i can if i could see that I, I I'm can. a little snobby, if I'm being completely honest. I hold myself at a in a higher tier of appreciation for things. I I, I can <laughs> see that. So I watched an episode of the Trailer Park Boys. I can't believe we talked as long as we did about one single episode. Um, <laughs> we had started talking last week about this wonderful documentary. Are you going to talk about Behind the Curve? I'm going to talk about Behind the Curve. Do you want me to wait until you're... Uh, until yours and we can we can cap it off then well i'll wait until no 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 no, no, no. I let's build stuff. towards it I let's build towards it the question I is when do you it. want scott to start yelling more about the flat earth <laughs> i finished <laughs> so so as we discussed on the podcast we were gonna finish it we finished i finished it andrew yeah. finished it uh so we'll talk about that when we talk about andrew's thing but uh we watched it at work as well because oh. i was telling them <laughs> about it and uh we used to have a before it was before my time who's actually uh, the person I replaced, but we used to have a flat earther at work, and uh, and they tell me she was frustrating to deal with, and that does not surprise me. And not me. just because of that. <laughs> I feel like I benefited from the second watch, though. Yeah. Um, it gives you a, an, another perspective on it. It's just as friggin' frustrating. <laughs> but oh it's my. still so funny. Oh, my God. I want to drive to Seattle... Are you glad that pink-haired and, astrophysicist? You know that she's well, not I, a flat earther. When now. I watched, when I watched it a second time through, I got a different perspective on things because yeah. I paid a little more attention to it. Yeah. Um, but I just like Mark Sargent should be. I don't know. That's Seattle. You shouldn't be able to see it. Who the fuck <laughs> in told all you light you shouldn't be able to see it? Who told in you? All, you can see it in all light conditions. That's surprising. It's a tall building, <laughs> <laughs> and it's bright. There's lights on it. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I watched that again. We'll talk about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll we'll get back to it. Let's stoke the fire a little bit. I, well, Sam and I now, switching switching some gears here, 
Uh, we've been watching this series called 72 Dangerous Animals. Have either one of you guys tried to it's watch? A, it's in my queue. Yeah. It's been in my queue for ages. It is. One of them have been. <laughs> incredibly addictive. Oh, yeah? Okay. The stuff you learn, it's, what's cool about it is they cover, like, six animals in one episode. Okay. Oh, like really? That. And then they do this whole thing where they rank them all as the episode goes along. So, like... And then they're comparing them based on, you know, human interaction, deadliness, pain, that kind of thing. That's the kind of information I need. See, these are the kind of things that keep you away from South America, Asia, and uh, Australia, which are the three. Anywhere that doesn't that get have... cold fucking winters. <laughs> yeah, these are, the, these are the three places that they talk about. And these are the three places I'm never going. Yes. Um, well, that just makes sense. Australia as a country, not the people as a landmass is trying to kill you. Exactly. <laughs> I am looking forward to watching that series. Uh, so we've watched... Have, yeah, anywhere you have to check under the toilet bowl or, like, under the toilet seat for yep. something that might kill you because you got to take a shit. Yep. Fuck that. I have IBS. I don't need to die from something that's probably going to kill me. So we watched Asia, like the Asian one. Yeah. Okay. That one's pretty crazy. Elephants and... And leopards and mosquitoes, which are surprisingly high on their list. So, the premise behind the series is that they do their preliminary rounds where they rank everybody. Yep. Like they do their six episode or six animals, six or seven animals an episode. The top animal from each episode goes on to their final round, and then they do their final round with the last episode. And then they come up with the most dangerous animal. And, uh, yeah, mosquitoes, really high on that list all the well, time. that makes sense, yeah. Mosquitoes, well, I mean, part of it, too, is that they, they base it on uh, on your interactions with humans. Yeah, but that's Like a, okay, a mosquito yeah. beat an orca, which are freaking terrifying, but they don't kill people, so. Well, you, you interact more so, you're more likely to yeah. encounter a yeah. mosquito. Mosquitoes that exist that in, your, in, in your everyday mosquitoes, life. Mosquitoes, orca. mosquitoes you have top. to go to them. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if mosquitoes have won. I, I'm pretty sure mosquito won Asia. I would not be surprised if it wins Latin America. No, nope, that one surprised like me either. It's just crazy. Like Zika, like a couple of years. Was that that's the one, right? Zika yep. virus? That yep. was all because of mosquitoes in South America, right? Or yep. somewhere? I remember it was mosquitoes, and I was like, thank God for winter. <laughs> that's the one thing I don't mind about these really 40 keeps below them, winters. Uh, yeah. keeps, keeps them all tampered. Yeah, only around for a little bit of time. So Sorry. we've been watching that. Uh, I recommend it. It's a um, most other animal documentaries or nature documentaries are kind of slow, and they spend yeah. a lot of time working on them. Like if you watch, yeah. yeah. So if you if you watch like there's a there's another good series that we've watched called um, Built for the Kill, which is about the deadly. I tried deadly to animals. watch that one. Yeah, I liked that one, but it does focus on an animal per episode. Yeah, it's a little bit more And that more can be slow. a little bit slow yeah. unless you pick the ones that are really cool, like the orcas and the wolves and the bears. Like those are the ones the those are the ones to watch. The ones that get into action. <laughs> exactly. Um but the thing with 72 dangerous animals is that you've got a limited time span and a lot of animals to cover. So they go over the really important bits yeah. like stay away from the freaking honey badger, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And and uh and how it affects humans too, which is also good. And they usually have like an anecdote of somebody who survived a brush with this animal and see some pretty bad scars, things like that. 
it's a good series it's a good series oh, that looks that sounds interesting like i said i've i definitely added that because there's a bunch of those like seven to dangerous three, places and yeah there's three animal ones and there's a bunch of other ones too yeah i've definitely seen a bunch of those and added mm. a bunch of them i haven't gotten to any of them but this i like that it has a premise like that it's like oh yeah we're doing a battle royale type yeah thing it's, a, these, it's a competition a round robin, exactly yeah. it's like a round robin and then they bring them all together at the end and rank them and then you end up with the most dangerous animal in that area and we've been crushing those so it is obviously very entertaining right on. um the last thing on my list is we watched the dirty john documentary so as did i after you you mentioned it so there's the tv show which i have not seen and then there's the documentary and i don't want to speak for sam but i am going to say what she, like her anecdote about it was as we were watching it i mentioned that the one family of women they're just like it hurts to watch how dumb they sound when it's, they talk it, i want the i watched half an hour of it myself and i just tapped the fuck I, out i could because they, they kept repeating them. the same thing yep i could not like, listen to them talk for more than the length of that documentary and i went into it not knowing the story or a whole lot about it and i think that they're complete idiots and the, yeah, the that, thing that news reporter who wrote the the shit about him and has a podcast about it yeah he did like a, a mini like, series yeah like that guy his voice is just awful yeah it was it was a painful to listen to documentary um so i can't imagine what the show was like sam said that when she watched the show she was kind of well not really surprised but she thought that they made those those two people seem really stupid in the show and she thought maybe it was because they were playing it up to be like oh they're so dumb but then watching the documentary it's like yeah no they nailed it like they 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 played the character as as good as they possibly could so that's what i think about that this john guy is super weird yeah he's um He's fucked. He, it kind of reminds me of, I watched that a couple weeks ago, the uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. It reminds me of that. Like, I feel like at this point, Netflix is like, let's find the weirdest fucking shit. Oh, it's... And let's just... People have this obsession with murder mystery stuff and, like... Until they get murdered stuff. and they're part of a mystery. I just... I don't... I'll never... I Like, I'll watch them occasionally, but I don't understand, like, obsessing over it. Because that, like... Yeah. The the occasional one will get to me where I'm like, okay, well now I'm scared to go out at freaking midnight kind of deal. But you know, for the most part, I'm just like, this doesn't, this just seems like you're just trying to like, you just want to like, I don't know what the word is, like bask in somebody else's misfortune. I don't know if that's the right yeah. word or expression for it, but it's just like, well, that sounds why, about right. Why do you want to like watch- watching a train wreck? Exactly. Yeah. Which I don't do. <laughs> so I guess it's different people. On the bright side, Connie Britton's a babe, so it was cool to see her on the show, but at the same time, just don't fucking make the show. I know Eric Banner needs work, but find something else for him. Put him in something else. Yeah, I can't think of anything. All I got was Hulk, and I'm like, well, no, I like like our Hulk. (laughs) He was Hulk, right? At yes, we, okay. we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I thought so. I always forget with him because his name's just, it's odd to me. Because it's Banner? Yeah. Banner. <laughs> it throws Banner. me off. <laughs> Eric Banana. Yeah. 
Anyway, Scott, what did you watch this week? Uh, so I didn't watch too much this week. Besides all those trailers, I watched uh, American Gods Season 1 in preparation for the second season come out. I've rewatched nice. it for like the third time. Still great. Not long enough. Can't wait for the second season. Never will be. Never will be. And then I bought the book, which, like I said, is, is long close enough. to a thousand pages. And I'm like, oh, damn, I did not realize it was this thick a book. I haven't read a thousand pages in a thousand days. Fuck. You mean you haven't read a thousand page book or you just haven't read a total of a thousand No, it's been a thousand pages? days since I read a thousand page book. Oh, okay. All right. Just wanted to clarify. Please don't hold me to that. <laughs> I won't. Cause I was like, it's a very, that's a very niche thing. There's not that many. Well, I don't want to say there's not that many thousand page books because I'm sure there's lots, but it's not as common a thing to read. It's definitely not a light read, but I'm excited to get to it. Anyways, what else did I watch? I watched Stargate SG-1, of course. I'm almost done the first season i got one more episode left which i was saving because i was wa- i was watching it while i was cooking but then i was like i have to sit to watch this final episode of the first season because it's one of my favorite episodes of the whole first season so i'm saving that and that's pretty much all the, like the normal stuff i watched but i did write down one other thing which is something we don't normally add in too often but a youtube channel i recently discovered a oh, youtube shit. show i recently discovered which is called hot ones have you guys heard of this one didn't wouldn't didn't I talk about the hot ones? I think yeah. you might have you might have I turned did. me on to this. I hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, you told you that Sean is the worst interviewer. Yeah. You were the one who said it. Okay, I couldn't like honestly. I can't watch that guy talk. I could not remember if it was. It's you. such a good premise, and he's. I'm sure he's a great guy, and like I admire his ability to eat the wings. But god damn it, does he sound rehearsed? <laughs> No, I understand, and I wa- but I watched um, like eight of them in the last twenty four hours. That's it. <laughs> that's all I had time to watch. Which ones last... have you watched? Though? So I started with Gordon Ramsay because that's obviously the one that, I was... that one's that one's over the top though. A little bit. It does yeah. like you get all over the place. I did a lot of the over top one over the top ones though, like Burt Kreischer. He was a little over the top, but I still I enjoyed imagine. it. I haven't I seen his yet. His he's a huge fan of the show. So oh, okay. that was a little bit like, it was interesting in like, it's the one thing is I'm hopping all over the place. So certain seasons, like certain ones I watched, I watched like the Burke Christian one was from like two years ago. Yeah. And now like, you know, then you compare that to the Gordon Ramsay one and it's, you can see the slightly difference in production value. Not that it's, you know, that big a difference, but you can see it's a little bit more of a produced show, um, yep. especially when they got these bigger celebrities on. But yeah, I, I just enjoy the seeing these celebrities break down under eating the hot wings and you know they tend to have slightly different questions like I haven't I haven't heard a story that I've already heard before so that was what I was enjoying about it the one that I didn't like the most and it was the guest and not Sean because Sean is Sean yeah. um <laughs> was Ricky Gervais I don't know if you've seen his yet but nope. if you've watched his stand-up special humanity or whatever it was called it's on netflix he just did the same bits in oh, the interview i'm not surprised because ricky gervais me. seems like that type of person i feel yeah, like you two have it, discussed this when that one came out like, like something his, sim- like that his yeah. jokes were all exactly what was in his special so i was like i i'm not really not really enjoying this what you'll find as you watch it is there's a very big difference between what uh, first of all sean does this with his hands all yeah. the freaking time <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> we can talk about sean if you want because i have like i don't hate him as much as you or like i don't i 
I see what you're talking about with his rehearsedness, but I also kind of get that he's kind of he's definitely under a timer a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he's polished, which I give him credit. Yes. His his like all that is great. It's just the way that he talks. No, I get just that bothers so me because it doesn't feel like a conversation so much as it's like a prepared set of questions and this is which it yes. is i get it that's how yeah. you do an interview he's just he's not natural but it's, yes exactly yeah. exactly that's fair and i he just sounds like he's there to eat wings and ask questions which is literally the show yes but i'm hoping for but i don't want it that, to sound like exactly he's yeah, i'm hoping for because we we sit and stare at each other on on google hangouts and talk about movies but it doesn't sound like we came up with the concept beforehand because we don't no. No, this yeah, week we literally just sat down and Scott's like, yo, I got some shit. And we're like, okay, pile it on, bro. So that one, like, Ricky Gervais I don't like. Sean is, yeah. is Sean. Uh, but you'll find that it varies, um, obviously varies based on the person. Mm. Key and Peele was a really fun one to watch. That one I heard is a good one. So that's um, next on my list. Jeff Goldblum is a nutcase. <laughs> I was gonna watch that one too. That one is re- that one's recommended if only to watch Jeff Goldblum be super freaking weird <laughs> for twenty five minutes. Um, but yeah, it sounds like, like his life. You, I like I have a different appreciation for certain celebrities based on well, obviously I couldn't go on the show. Yeah, no, I, I can't handle die. hot stuff at all. I would like I respect because some of them will make it to like oh, the yeah. last three before oh. they're sweating, and I'm like, whoo, I'd be dying on the sriracha. The people <laughs> who are the people who are putting the last dab on the yeah. freaking wing that has liquid rage on it, like no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I would have, have diarrhea for six months. A long time ago, you would have lost me. Yeah, I don't even like medium. But I think this is what tells you why they're the celebrities and why we're still doing this podcast. Is because we don't like hot wings. It's because, because we, we won't go that extra step <laughs> in that. So we won't put the last dab on. You'll see. Uh, you'll you'll notice a difference in the like. I have a different perception on certain celebrities based on how they eat the wing. Like Weird <laughs> Al nibbles a tiny little bit of the wing and then that's it. And yeah. it's like well, I remember you mentioning this now. Yeah. Why did you even come on? Like I, yeah. I might not be able to handle it, but I am here to watch you suffer. And answer yeah, really. some great questions. <laughs> That's exactly why I like to watch it, which is weird since I mentioned before I don't like to watch Misfortune. But this is this is choosing like they 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 volunteer for this misfortune, so it's not like a misfortune. They're they're putting the they they chose to be in this pain. Yeah, so and okay they know what they're that. they know what they're signed up for. And I like exactly. that they I don't know how many well, I know you've watched a handful, but uh they do um they do vegan wings every once in a while for oh i haven't made one for of those certain celebrities that ask for it and well that's and nice. that kind of thing yeah yeah lactose-free milk that kind of thing well i haven't made it to one of those ones yet i've literally just watched a bunch of like the male comedians and stuff like that <laughs> like tom segura i watched that one that was good that was yeah. a really interesting one because he's well, Tom Segura is a great interview, no matter what. So you throw in the fact that he's dealing with freaking eating the hot, hot wings. wings. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, but that's all I watched this week was a lot of that. <laughs> Andrew, what did you watch this week? Well, I have a, actually I have a very extensive list this week. I watched th- today, anyways, I watched 30 minutes of that Dirty John documentary, and it was fucking awful. Yeah. Like I said, I made it about 30 minutes in, and they kept repeating the same shit over and over and not just the same shit like they just recycle the same goddamn scene 
oh i hate when she, like i cannot stand something like, like whenever that. they'd like, cut to like i got it yeah cut away to a commercial or something like that they'd come in and just restart the fucking scene i was like i just saw this yeah i don't need like, to i don't need two more minutes of this and okay. just listening to the to the daughter talk yeah uh yeah, I'm definitely not gonna be checking this out. I've never heard. No, of it. Scott, watch like 15 minutes of it. No, I can't. I can't. You just got it. Like the first lady, got her life together, figured out. She's, she's pretty. She's, I'll give him credit where it's due. He picks some pretty women. She's fine. It and and even the mother in the second part, while incredibly stupid, um, she seems fairly normal. Uh, unfortunately, she had a daughter that is not. Nope. Yeah, see, this sounds like one of those misfortune ones mixed with dumb people that I'm like, these are two things that just I can't deal with in my life. I don't like dealing with. Why would I? Yeah, I'm not going to be putting these on. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I watched Robin Hood, the uh, new Taron Egerton and Jamie Foxx okay. movie that came out last year. And? Imagine. Imagine. Batman? The Kingsman movies. But meets Green Arrow. Which is Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all I've heard about this movie is the comparisons to the fact that it's just a ripoff of Chris Nolan's Batman trilogy. And that how you can trace it that it's like, I guess like the first act is very similar to Batman Begins. They bring in Two-Face at yeah, some point. Yeah, I said that. I said that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's all I've see, heard about this movie so far is that it's just, yeah, they, they took Batman Begins and the dark knight and then through took out batman put in robin hood yeah and that's our movie it, was, it wasn't bad i'd give it like a seven just on like entertainment because you're like okay i'm watching it whatever yeah like, no, that's, that's kind of cool like, like, they invented a bunch of shit <laughs> like they invented like arrow gatling guns <laughs> why not <laughs> where it's literally them like ka-doom 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 like sitting up on a bell tower, just shooting these giant fucking like crossbow. We call that gun. a plot device. And <laughs> then the uh, the knights who work for the uh, the sheriff of Nottingham, who I forget his name, the actor. I fucking hate him. He's the the main antagonist in Rogue One. Oh, it's um the annoying British guy. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, the he's the sheriff. He's also in Ready guy. Player but, uh, One. <laughs> Yes, yes, oh, he's the antagonist in that too. That show. Well, I know, I was just going with the more recent one. And I thought it was funny because Rogue One, Ready Player One, and uh, he was in both of and them. And now it's Robin One. No, that's not it. I almost but, said Matt uh, Nichols, and I'm like, no, that, that was the other, no. <laughs> Damn, what is his name? I know it Anyways, too. Oh. So his, his knights, they have machine gun crossbows yep, that no, they no. hold like machine guns, and you go, dink, 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 dink. And it's ridiculous to watch. But then the fight scenes where like he's dodging arrows and he's throw and he's shooting arrows out of his bow, a lot, a lot like the Kingsman. <laughs> okay. Like just the slow mo and like the crazy jumps and twists. And he has a lot of that like getting trained by Razel Ghoul type thing. Yeah. When he gets trained by I I can't even remember his name, but it's Lil John. Yeah. I don't know. That's what his Jamie what his Fox, right? Arabic name is? Yeah, Jamie Fox. Oh, yeah. isn't the, what his I Arabic saw the name bit is. for the like that joke, which is yeah. that. Like, and he's like, it translates to John. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking call your name John. Um, there's an Irish woman who plays Maid Marian, and she has she's Irish, 
yep. and she has an Irish accent, except she's American sometimes. <laughs> so, like, she's Irish, and then she'll start talking for a bit, and it's American, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then she goes back to Irish, and you're like, oh, okay. And then she goes back to American. And then you get uh, What's-His-Face, the guy who played uh, Christian Grey yeah, in, in Grey's. Yeah, in Grey's. He plays uh, Will Scarlet in this, and he's got a very heavy Scottish accent, and then he goes to his natural Irish accent, and it's very heavy Scottish again, and you're like, holy shit. And then Jamie Foxx is extremely American, though he comes from Arabia. Yeah, this all sounds about right for a Guy Ritchie yep. film. <laughs> yep. Weird fucking movie. Entertaining, though. I'd recommend it just to just if you're going to put something on, it could be like, oh, that's cool. I will probably watch it. I feel like this will fall into the same vein for me and you. Like, not quite at Power Rangers, but a similar thing. Like, not we don't like it quite no. as much. It's something you could watch. It's yeah. not like like Power Rangers. I can watch that every any given Sunday. Okay. Yeah, because I love that movie. But uh, this movie, you're kind of like, eh, okay. I, I just, I really like Taron Egerton, if I'm being honest. Yeah, He's no, one of those guys who I'm like, I feel like you're just such a fucking slimy dick behind closed doors. But I like it because you do the same shit on, in your <laughs> movies. You stand by your slimy dick. Which is why I watched the Kingsman movies yeah. back to back on Tuesday or on Monday. This makes sense. <laughs> and I forgot that uh, that Luke Skywalker was in the first one. I forgot Ma- gets, Mark Hamill gets killed off plays the professor. No, he's like he's halfway through it. Oh right, no, that's he, he that's pops in and out. That's what happens in the comic, or is yeah. that Mark Hamill gets killed right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, this one he, he he well he pops in and out a couple times. Yeah, but those movies they're they're fucking awful, but they're so good. They're so entertaining. I love them. Yeah, like, I'm psyched for the next one. I really hope Elton John has more to do with the next one. <laughs> do you think that's wait? Because he's the. the the yeah, Kingsman kids Taron Egerton plays Rocket Elton John, right? Yeah. Do you think that's how he got the role? Is that he, they they swapped? He's like, yeah, I'll get I'll get you a Kingsman if, if I can play you, or vice versa. He was like, <laughs> that would be pretty Elton sweet. John comes to him, he's like, yeah, I want to be in the Kingsman. You can you can play me in this movie. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I'd, I'd sign off on that. <laughs> I'd sign off on that because Elton John kicks ass. Yes. <laughs> I watched A New Hope, Empire. Um, and Return of the Jedi, as well as Revenge of the Sith Star at the shop. Heavy. Yeah, heavy. And I got talking to a guy who just flat out said that the lightsaber battles were way better in 4, 5, and 6, and I was like, go fuck yourself. There's no way. The movies may be better. I'm not 100% willing to concede that, but I'll give you it. But the lightsaber battles are trash. They're so slow because they had to be. Yes. <laughs> they weren't able to make shit super bright and fun. Whereas in the prequels, they could kick ass. And I still stand by. I think the I think my favorite lightsaber battle is Emp- or in uh, I guess not Empire. It's uh, Revenge. No, it's the first one. Uh, oh. Episode one. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Darth Maul? Like, that one, yeah. That one's awesome. That was a great one. Do you and think that's it, because that was the first one in our lifetime, though? Like, probably. <laughs> however... it has got the added suspense of the... 
of Qui-Gon get, closing uh, yeah. gates and Qui-Gon getting stabbed in the freaking stomach. Yeah. yeah. I remember just being like, oh, <gasps> slow. And, yeah. And, and Darth then Darth Maul, Maul gets cut, cut in half. half. Yeah. Like, ah! okay. and thrown into did a you, friggin' hole. Like, did how you guys is this realize the best lightsaber fight? That jump, that jump over twist, slice him in half that Obi-Wan does, where he does it, yeah. is like the same jump flip twist that Anakin does to him. Oh. Yeah, but Obi-Wan knows how to fucking defend that shit. Yeah, that's... Because he fucking did that, that yeah, shit. he taught him that. Yeah, he knows it. <laughs> Oh, I definitely have never noticed that before. Yeah, I only noticed it because I watched uh, I watched the yeah. Phantom Menace last week like eighteen times. <laughs> so when I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith this time and I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, that's how he knows how to defend it because he cut a dude in half." Which this is gonna be my plea, just Disney. I know you don't want to make side movies anymore. I get it. Like, can you just make me an Obi Wan movie? There's been you, there's been news McGregor? about that. Like, I. We can't be the only ones who want it. We it's, can't be. What I've heard is it's possibly it's going to just go straight to the uh, Disney streaming service. I'd be okay with a short. A short series would be fucking amazing. That a short be- movie. Give me a twenty-five minute flick of Obi Wan just like hanging out with his love interest or something. Like just give it to me, and then he gives it to her. I don't care. I just I want to see you and McGregor as Obi Wan again because he here. fucking nails it. He's so good. He's... Alec McGinnis can go fuck himself oh. because Obi-Wan is way better. Yeah, I said you, it. You've you've stepped over the line. I said it far. on the podcast, and I stand by it. Ewan McGregor is not a knight. Sounds like a you problem, but buddy. Alec Guinness is. <laughs> that, does, that sounds more like a queen problem, actually. Okay, yeah. Well, I never, I never said anything about his acting prowess or his diplomacy or... Or anything like that. Theater. I just said Ewan McGregor is the better Obi-Wan. I mean, to be fair, he played, played in it three more. films. Yeah. And Alec Duh. Guinness did it in, well. One in five minutes. That's a, like, yeah, he was a force yeah. ghost one, in the other two. One, one film in which he's only really there for two thirds. Yeah. And then, so really. And he doesn't really film. do much in that part. No, because he's old. <laughs> So, he's sounds just, like a him problem. He's just awesome. He's probably the highest paid he, guy he is the on the entire oh, he film. He was. Probably. Well, paid at the time because other people, some other people got, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, Harrison no. Ford he's, got he's a little a, bit of the, the He's a 100% the top billing. Yeah, no, I, I definitely yeah, agree with I'm that. just saying. <laughs> Ewan McGregor didn't get top billing for... Phantom Menace. Well, no, because well, I'm trying to think who would. Who the other guys? <laughs> it would def. It would definitely be uh, what's his face, the Irish Menace. Are you talking Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. He was only in one of them. Well, yeah, but we're yeah, talking. The Phantom we're talking Menace. about Phantom Menace, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I thought we were talking about him as like who in the prequels or who overall might have been the. No, just the first of each of the trilogies. Not each okay, of the trilogies. Okay, we're, we're the only first counting the first. The first of the, uh, yeah. Let me see. I definitely first think this is going to be the Star only. Wars discussion yeah, cast overview, first build only. Liam Neeson is first on the list. That makes sense. However, I still stand by Ewan McGregor being the... F- he's Maury. He's the 
fucking man. I'm gonna call that recency bias and no. Well, I, I, dude. Yeah, but I watched, <laughs> I watched the the original trilogy, like over the last couple days. That doesn't matter. What do you mean recency bias? Because <laughs> I've watched them came, more recently. Because it came out more recently. That's that's where I'm getting recency bias from. But I watched. Man, if you're going to cherry pick stuff, I'm going to cherry pick stuff. <laughs> Son of the bitch. Okay. Got to grow up. The I, cherry I, picking podcast. <laughs> yeah. I rewatched, I watched like four seasons of Family Guy oh, over God damn. two and a half days because I was ripping down wallpaper. Wallpaper's a catch. Okay. Fuck wallpaper. This makes sense. Family Guy is awesome. Already talked about it 10,000 times. Not going to go too deep into it. I've rewatched Umbrella Academy as well. Nice. This That's past on my weekend list to rewatch. <laughs> because I'm hooked. I'm in. It's great. I'm in this for the long haul. Make it happen. Yes. Have you bought I the want... comic yet? No. They don't have it in Belleville Bastards. or Peterborough. Those Bastards. sons of bitches. Those Bastards. are the two biggest cities in eastern Canada, just so we're all clear. <laughs> eastern Ontario. Eastern Canada? <laughs> eastern Ontario. <laughs> Eastern. Well, I feel like I'm a little uh, more Eastern. Eastern, Eastern Northumberland. Northumberland. <laughs> there we go. That works. <laughs> so I also watched Joe Mandy's award-winning comedy special. God, I love Joe Mandy. To fall asleep the other day. He holds up. He is very obvious when he's going to hit you with a punchline, but uh, he's still funny. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> um, Space Jam, I don't know when it got added to Netflix, but it's I on Netflix. I saw it today, and I thought about watching it again. I haven't seen it in probably 15 years. That. So that was a this morning watch while I was <laughs> while I was working out and getting ready for work. Crush some Space Jam. Put me in a real good mood to go to work. Looney Tunes will do I al- that. <laughs> yeah. I've also watched a little bit of uh, the good old Train 48 over the last couple days. Because sometimes you just need a little na 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 train. Na 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 train. Such a weird theme song. <laughs> it's no psych, but it's it's pretty sweet. So I got two things left on my list. You guys know one of them. Do you want to guess what the other is? Um, oh, what came out recently? Is it a is it a movie? Like I mean, not a movie. <laughs> It's TV. Okay, that I guess this was a good question. I meant I was gonna ask, was it in cinemas or DVD? But it was TV. So, mm, Craig, the question's to you. I got one thing out of it. It's a TV show. <laughs> it's a TV show that he watched recently. I don't think you guys are ever gonna guess it. Definitely not. That's why I threw it to Craig. He would be better off knowing <laughs> this than I would. <laughs> um, I narrowed it down to TV, Craig. I literally broke down fifty percent. <laughs> Never gonna guess it. Andrew managed to find a stream of the Days of Our Lives, and he started watching it from the beginning. <laughs> Young How and the Restless. No, like I'm. <laughs> no, I General I Hospital. purchased the MLB pass. Hey, me too. Actually, thank you for reminding me that I need to update my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I purchased that so I can get in some grapefruit league. Ah, uh, yes. Some what? Grapefruit. Okay, so that's the that's the spring training okay. for the major leagues is divided into two leagues. One is in Florida. One is in Arizona. The okay. Arizona league is the Cactus League, and the that Florida league is the Grapefruit League. This does make sense too. Okay. In context, that does make a lot more sense. Yeah. I thought that it had something to do with spring training, but 
I didn't know that they did it in two separate camps like that. Does that have to yeah. do something with divisions? Or they, it actually doesn't. It just has to do with where you decide, where yeah. you signed your contract to have your stadium, because yeah. National League teams and American League teams intermingle in yeah. spring training leagues. It all depends on where you got your contract to have your stadium. Mm. So the Toronto Blue Jays, for example, are in St. Petersburg, which is in Florida, so they're in the okay. Grapefruit League. I see. I, I didn't even know that. I just assumed it would be location in the country. Like, if you're a little bit further west, you go Arizona. You, you might. If are you're the Cubs further not east. In, uh, are the Cubs not in the Grapefruit League? Or? They're in the Grapefruit League. That's but what I Chicago, yeah, Chicago's but more eastern, though. Nah, they're central. I would have considered them more eastern. They're National League central. The, the MLB is about fair. the only – well, MLB and yeah. NHL are about the only leagues that actually do their their alignments correctly. That's fair, yeah. Don't even get me started on the NFL. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't have enough time. How the fuck is Miami East? We don't talk about that. Miami <laughs> is East. They're on the East. It's East, it's but how is way the fuck down here. <laughs> how is Indianapolis in uh, the AFC South? Yeah, it's true, yeah. That's pretty far north, but... You know, like I said, we're not going to talk about it. No, oh, no we're not. not. We're not going to talk about how how Dallas and New York and uh, uh, oh god, I'm blanking the Eagles, so Philadelphia, yep. and who else is in that division? I didn't hear the first ones you said. New York. I already said New York. And Washington. And Dallas, Washington. Yeah. How are they in the same geographic division? Yeah, really. <laughs> Boom. East. What? <laughs> I mean, Philadelphia. Washington and New York are in the same general general area. vicinity, yeah. They're, and then Dallas. And then it's just like Dallas. Yeah, why not? Fuck it, why not? The western portion of the country, the southwestern I mean, portion of the country. The NFC North is probably the only conference that makes fucking sense because all of them are north. <laughs> they're in a line, but they're north. <laughs> So the last thing I watched this week is Behind the Curve. Yes. Let's light the fire. I've had half a dozen guys send me memes on Facebook because I've vented to them about this shit. Oh. <laughs> See, I got most of it out on the podcast last week, and I felt bad because my brother could hear it all through the wall. <laughs> He's a flat earther? Fuck, I knew no, it. not even close. I fucking knew it. He knows better. He actually warns me because he'll, he'll watch like Joe Rogan once in a while and... Like Eddie Bravo will be on, and he'll warn me, being like, "Eddie Bravo is on talking about the flat Earth. You don't want to listen to that episode, Scott." I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I don't need this rage in my life. <laughs> I don't need this extra." I don't fuel think anyone the needs that rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of the frying pan, into the fire. Out of the flat Earth pan, into the fire. Fucking just... these guys, like so Mark much. Sargent, just oh. him. Uh. Hey, Mark. Has anyone ever recognized your voice when you're in public? Actually, yes. And uh, proceed. So I've had guys who just come up to me and, and want me to sign stuff. Like, I didn't ask for this life. Flat Earth chose me. Get the fuck out of here. Him and Math Powerland, which is the guy's name. Yeah. The name that the guy gave himself. It's the guy's name. Yeah. Because it's like um, Matt, so Matt Saunders or it's, something, it's isn't Matt it? Like a, that's what it is, yeah. No. Just no. No, it's just no. Yeah, he's a former NASA, what is he, artist or something like that? Yeah, he's a NASA concept artist. Yeah. <laughs> who got ousted because he's fucking crazy. 
a concept artist. So his job was literally like NASA would be like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. We need promotional art. Draw something nice up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like if you've ever looked at like a promotional like drawing for like cars and then the actual car, not, none of them is the same thing. So yeah, can't trust so he like that. <laughs> what what makes what makes all of it a lot more um like it, it makes it harder to believe is the fact that like as you watch it, this math powerland guy says things like, I came up with flat earth. Well then fucking why does anybody believe it? <laughs> he this clearly unhinged lunatic whose girlfriend yeah, really. wanders around his apartment, <laughs> their home aimlessly, aimlessly in the background, <laughs> like this guy isn't talking about anything at all when in reality he's he works for the cia i've always said it he's yelling at his camera like a deranged lunatic about things that most people would consider to be unstable behavior and she's just like yeah i'm gonna fold this laundry it's fine check my cell phone I i forget her name the redhead who has the podcast who is a strange being patricia steer that's the one. Yeah, I spent way too. And she's much like, everyone, time everyone watching. thinks I'm in the CIA because Patricia has CIA at the end of it. Oh my god, what is wrong with people? Plenty. What is like, I can't draw, just because my name has Drew in it doesn't mean, you know, I can I can do that. Stuff. I mean, yeah. Drew stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a stretch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. I do know yeah. what you're saying. That's. that's Craig's name part. ends in in AIG. Doesn't mean he's part of AIG. That one works better. I mean, I have an account with AIG. Damn it! They don't need to know that. You're feeding. You're feeding the conspiracy. Now they're just gonna think we're part of the corporate elite. And the bad. That's it. They're gonna. Th- Whatever. They're gonna think the FBI has has infiltrated the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, and we're serving their even though they have their, zero si- their scientism <laughs> agenda. The scientism, which is also a fun word that I learned while watching Behind the Curve. Now, my favorite part, because now we can talk about it. My favorite part of Behind the Curve is the engineer who's like, "So the Earth turns 360 degrees in 24 hours, which is 15 degrees a minute, which is 15 degrees an hour." An hour, so. And if I put a, then that means that if this is if this is reality, if we put a gyroscope, anywhere which someone on the planet, donated a twenty thousand dollar gyroscope I think to they the bought, cause, like as a group they bought it. Um, <sighs> so if someone puts a, a gyroscope anywhere on the planet, you should see a fifteen degree di- a fifteen degree drift. If this is the case, if there is, if the Earth is actually spinning at fifteen degrees an hour, oh god, which so we all know it's like, not because it's flat. Well, because it's flat, so they get this really precise shipping navigation gyroscope. It's called a, a, a ring laser gyroscope, and it's obviously this highly expensive piece of equipment. It look, like it, The thing looks awesome. If you want, Google that, because it's super cool. Red lights and plastic and all kinds of stuff like that. So they get this ring laser gyroscope, and they test it. And wouldn't you know it, an hour they later. see a 15-degree drift per hour. <laughs> so they're in their bright engineering minds, go, well, that's clearly the dome. Yeah, they've been tampered with. It's it's the, no, it's the dome giving off its heavenly energies. The dome spins at 15 degrees per hour. That's, the sky is is spinning. Um, So, we need to do this test with the gyroscope in a zero-gauss chamber, which means that no atmosphere 
is going to affect it. So they do the test in the zero gauss chamber. And wouldn't you know it, they get a 15-degree drift. So then the next thought is, well, we need to put this thing in bismuth, obviously, because everything is still affecting it. And so they prove themselves wrong multiple so times. So they, we that was that's where we left it. We don't really know yeah. if they put it in the bismuth well, chamber. I assume no. it had a 15 degree per hour drift because in that's the, yeah. how the world works. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh god, this is like this is the thing that annoys me about these types of things too. It's like, wait, you, you did the experiment, which the idea of doing an experiment is you have to accept the result at the end. Yeah. For what it is, not what you wanted it You're to be. You're trying to prove well, a hy- th- hypothesis. Exactly. They talk about That's the goal, They talk right? about that in the in the uh in the documentary uh towards the end. They say like in typical science you come up with a concept and then if it if you're proven wrong then that's how reality works but these people have this idea and they need to prove how reality is wrong and the problem is that when you do that you have to and and you're so far out from reality you have to make up a bunch of stuff that fits it and that's how you end up with the ridiculous things like a dome and an ice wall and the fact that the dome is spinning at 15 degrees per hour and the whole thing's projection and everybody's being paid off and you've got the cia influence and mark Sargent's an actor being paid by warner brothers and all the numerous crazy things that these people talked about but scott if you're not going to make it through cuz i can't remember if you said no, that I, or not no i'm not going to watch it okay <laughs> so watch the last 15 minutes because the laser test guys are my favorite <laughs> they do this test in a field 3 ish miles apart and the idea is that they start with a laser at one end that's at you know 8 feet or whatever yeah and then they go that 3 whatever miles whatever should be able to detect the curvature of the earth and they're doing this all like at, at water level in a level area in an empty field, that kind of thing. And they line the laser up so that it's at eight feet at the other end. And then they check a stick in the middle. And if the earth is flat, that should be at eight feet as well. And if it's not, it's lower, obviously, because the thing bumps up in the middle. Yeah. So they do the test, but they can't get the laser to work. So they come up with this other idea where they've got three boards, two boards, two boards and a light source. And so they've, they've got a camera at one end behind a board that has a hole cut in it. And then a board in the middle with a hole cut in it. And they're at the same height. And then at the far end is the guy with the light. And if okay. he shines his flashlight at those boards at the same height, if the earth is flat, you should be able to see it all the way through. And so then they do this test. And he shines the light at that height. And they're like, we can't see you. And they say, all right, put it way above your head, way above your head. And wouldn't you know it, the light comes on. (laughs) And then the black keys play. And that's the end of the documentary. It's fantastic. I think one of my most preferred parts, other than when they go to the NASA NASA Center. Oh, God. And they zoom in on the press to start button. I'm pushing the start button. This is broken. This is what NASA's reduced to. Everything's here is broken. We're winning is their concept. (laughs) Yeah. When there's a giant, and the camera guy's like, (laughs) like, walks right up to the start button. I can't believe. So big a a kid could find it. I can't believe anybody signed off on this document. But I also like when they go to the, the the eclipse, the lunar eclipse, and they're watching it through the glasses. And he's like, yeah, everyone here thinks that it's this. 
However, what's really happening is the sun is reflecting off of itself. So I saw a thing today because I went down the rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> At lunch, eh? I yeah. Well, I I can't watch it. Like watch it, watch it, because I can't okay. focus on this thing anymore. So I was reading more material. Okay. And uh, I saw an explanation for the uh, for the solar eclipse, and because in the flat Earth model, basically the sun and the moon are these things that are on are the light sources that are on arms and they rotate around and the moon goes, yeah. the moon and the sun go at a different speed and that's why it ends up in different locations at different okay. times that kind of thing so the way the eclipse works is an unseen solid object that blocks <laughs> blocks <laughs> i can't finish it i can't because it's stupid and ridiculous i need to know i gots to know it blocks the light oh so that's, it's, it's more believable that there's just this random Unseen. So, uh, you unseen. can't see. You, you can't can see only the object. see it. You can only see it once it gets in front of the moon. Yeah, just when it's a shadow. When you know, like, like I, you would, if I stood really far away from you with a really powerful flashlight, and I shone that, I, sh- I, I shined that at you, you'd be like, oh look, it, there's a very bright light somewhere way up in the sky. And then if I put a piece of cardboard in front of it, you'd be like, oh my gosh, it's gone. And then I took the piece of cardboard away, you'd be like, look at the sun's back. I think that's their concept. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm it's I'm far more ready to believe that gremlins that look like Steve Buscemi live in my dryer and steal my socks. They might. I am I am far that more prepared to believe that. Yep, that. I think we've come up with another scientific theory. I can think of. It cannot be our thing. I can't explain why the socks disappear. The Gremshimis? Can we? Uh... Gremshimis. <laughs> can, can we start that? <laughs> Can the can the Grim Shimmies be our uh, be a trending topic on Twitter from now? <laughs> Steve Grim Shimmy. Yeah. Like, oh, it, like to me, I, like I'm so much more open to the idea of that than like, oh, the Earth is flat. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they prove themselves wrong. That's, Multiple times, that's like the, the thing, flashlight like, guys. The flashlight yeah. guys. The well, as you watch the credits, they're like, "Well, the people uh, in the middle are working. saying there's weeds in the way." Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> weeds blocking it. And when he put it above his head, all of a sudden the weeds weren't blocking it anymore. It's like magic. I don't know how. Well, I, I will give the science writer guy credit. He's like, actually, that sounds like an interesting, uh, in- interesting experiment. I'd love to see how it works. And he seemed like genuinely interested to see like how it turns out. That's the funny thing about the science people is that there's some of them that are obviously a little bit dismissive. Most of the people, see, most of the people they got for this documentary that weren't flat earthers seem to be generally like interested in trying to explain how you end up at that. Well, they show and the one why guy they're not at, crazy. Like well, even they're not, the, the they're pink-haired not, astrophysicist was like, "Yeah, you know, these people believe this, and it, and it's nuts, obviously." However, like we have kind of a, an issue in the scientific community where we just we assume we're right and everyone else is wrong, rather than saying, "Well, I'm right, but let's get you there." See, and they show I, a guy to giving like a speech about that. Yeah, like yeah, they're not the, super the condescending. Guy at the astrophysics, astrophysics on tap. Yeah. Um, the, the uh, another funny moment because Scott's not going to finish it is no, they do. Uh, there's there's an they talk about an article that was written about about flat Earth and 
Mark Sargent's like, little do they know, the guy that wrote it for whatever newspaper or publication <laughs> it is, yeah, is, a secret, a is, a, is a flat earther himself. And, and then, then they, they show him Brian Kinney down. He's like, nope. no, I'm not a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you good. even make a claim? Yeah. About something that's so easily verified. Like yeah. it's it's hard for a documentary maker to be like, "Yep, curvature of the Earth." So you this, can make whatever claim you want. But this documentary things, guy is just like poking the dead body. Like, the, let's just see. Let's, yeah, let's see what happens. What and part of what I like about the documentary too is that we don't really see the like. There's no one-on-one interviews, which is also nice. Yeah, it's just them. Almost like they're just that's, directing. That's it themselves. the kind of that's the kind of interview or that's the kind of documentary I really like is the ones where it's like, there and there isn't a whole lot of like sitting down in a formal interview space except with the scientists and stuff like that. But anytime they're talking with Mark or with Patricia or anything like that, it's in like a in in like a, a random situation that they're in. <laughs> it really catches them off guard. Has more of a well, they, conversational thing. They have like a super awkward like five to ten minute discussion about the relationship god when they cut to them sitting in patricia's house and they're watching a movie in the dark on the same couch but eating, at opposite eating ends, separate, eating bowls of popcorn. separate bowls of popcorn <laughs> giant bowls they're like salad bowls filled and, with popcorn and and mark is hopelessly in love with this girl and you can tell because every time he talks about her he just absolutely lights up yeah but nothing happens between them no because she's crazy and and just i oh man every time i every time i think about that that little bit of footage where they're sitting watching some movie <laughs> he's he's just like hopelessly just hanging on and he's holding on for love with her the same way he's hoping that flat earth can be proven one day but they're winning the battle that's all yes, that matters yes nasa is just falling apart at the seams <laughs> fuck i kind of hope like they make another like I would honestly watch a TV show with him just to like see his, his condescending, no. arrogant attitude. Nope. I'm same on board reason, for it. Same reason I can't handle Neil deGrasse Tyson. I just I don't That's like. True. I I can't. Arrogance. Yep. I can't deal. I'll give you that. With the fact that Neil deGrasse Tyson just thinks that he's the shit. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, Mark Sargent just thinks that he's the shit. And they're at two opposite ends of the spectrum. And they both need to get spectrum. flushed. Ugh. But that being said, that's all I watched this week. We talked a lot about that. Yep. The, yeah. Thanks for listening. And Mark Sargent, if you're listening, feel free to come on the podcast for like 14 seconds. I would welcome that. I don't know if I could do it, but I would welcome it. <laughs> Only if you want to be insulted by Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott won't be there. Craig and I will be there. Just Tune like, in for the most interesting episode us. of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Convince us. To. The yeah. secret podcast. The secret. Oh, God. The secret show. <laughs> There's so much good in that in that in that show, Scott. You need to watch the whole documentary. It's honestly one of the funniest things I've Just watched. Just for the entertainment without... factor, it's frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Watch it. In, watch it in bunches. Yeah. Watch it and try not to watch it, and then try not to walk into the water. Ugh. Yeah. See, that's or the problem. The I would Puget I'd walk sound. Into traffic because I don't want to live with people like that in this world, or like I don't want to live in a world with people like that in it. Just like what. Are we supposed to be working towards, like, utopia people? How is that helping? Like, no. Just no. 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 Thanks for listening this week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.